What's up, everybody? This is Rohan Johnson, a.k.a. Roll the Trainer. You're tuned into the Lionheart Basketball Show, and this is The Journey. DJ Khaled. Yeah, back from the dead like Michael Jackson in red jackets with naps in my head. Who's white or black? It's a red package. Want to get a little bit more into how it was for me growing up and adversity I had to face and things I went through to get to where I am now. Uh, just so you guys know that it's not you know, it hasn't been easy peasy for me all my life. Uh, it's still not. It's still a little difficult, but I'm not complaining. I don't complain. Kind of one of my pet peeves when I catch myself complaining. But anyway, so grade school, I went to three separate grade schools. I was at PS 104 to start in the city, uh, Queens, Far Rockaway, Queens, New York. Then I went to George Washington Elementary School in Kingston, New York. And then I spent, like, a little time uh, in Jamaica with my dad. So a little, like, elementary school there. And then that was, I was I was a good student. I never missed class. My mom was on me, made me study. My aunt was on me when I lived with my aunt. They made me do my work. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was getting good grades. I was kind of a little bit of the class clown there. My My name was, like, the mayor when I was younger. I don't, I don't know why why my name was Mayor, but that was like my nickname growing up in grade school. But then moved to Kingston, went to middle school in Kingston my whole life, and that's when things got a little bit rough for me. That's when I really became like a class clown, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I was just joking around. I think it was just my way to cope with not being the greatest student anymore. Like in, in grade school, it's easy. You know, your parents kind of do your work for you, and um, it wasn't wasn't that hard. But then I got to middle school, and I realized the work was a little harder. And I was also in a new school, so my way of making making friends was uh, joking around. And then it, I mean, it, I turned my way through sixth and seventh grade, and it, I passed passed the classes like barely. But in seventh grade, I didn't make uh, not varsity. Sorry, I didn't make modified basketball. And I, that's when I started playing basketball maybe a two two years ago. I think fifth grade I started. So I didn't make modified basketball, and that kind of hurt. So I went to the gym every day after, and I disregarded my schoolwork. I, I didn't do my schoolwork. And then eighth, I charted my way through seventh grade. Eighth grade ro- rolled around, and Coach Fab wanted me to be on the team, but my grades weren't there. Like I, just, I was probably failing four classes at the time because – all I knew was like basketball every day after school I would go to the gym and I would just work on my game so I got better through that year and he wanted me on the team and he wanted me to start then I just couldn't make the team again so two years in a row didn't make the modified team all my friends were on the team and I was at the club still working on my game also still not doing my work so I couldn't try my way through eighth grade but there's other issues going on that I'll get into in a different episode, but I, I couldn't try my way through eighth grade. It was just failing too much, so I, fa- I ended up failing eighth grade. It wasn't that bad because most of my friends were younger, so my friends we were all, we all ended up in the same grade. But it was a little embarrassing. But that summer, I was I, 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 at a young age, my mom was just like, you know, you're 13 now, and you got to stop making excuses for yourself. So you, it's your life. You, this is where you decide what you want to do with it. So my second year, eighth grade, I got on my high horse and I worked my butt off 
and I ended up being on honor roll that whole year and I, I was just folks overly focused I made the modified team I started on the modified team my my first year and I was still a little like embarrassed because I was like you know I should be on the freshman team like I'm good enough to be on the freshman team but this is where I have to start out because I didn't get the opportunity that everyone else did last year so whatever I was on on in eighth grade on modified and our team was pretty good we had Anthony Gaines Jerron Lacey was pretty good um trying to think if no Tyler was on freshman we we had good players like Montgomery and Xavier my two best friends at the time were we were all on the same team so I enjoyed it I definitely don't regret it don't regret failing eighth grade because it was something that made me grow up made me grow up and realize you know I got to start buckling down so from ninth to 11th grade also I was on the honor roll and that's something that I'm really proud of because it was I could have I the first year I didn't make modified, I could have just been like, you know, maybe basketball wasn't for me. Or in the second year, not making modified, I could have said the same thing. And I can like, you know what, maybe basketball in school isn't for me. And I could have, that's usually the time where you got to decide, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to hang out in the streets and live in, in Kingston for the rest of your life and not do anything and end up to where, you, where you started? Or do you want to do something greater you know do you want to be something more and I decided I wanted to do something more I wanted to be greater so I buckled down I got started getting good grades I still kind of charmed my way around it a little bit like still was a nice kid uh but I, I still buckled down got got an honor roll did what I had to do to get to the next grade each year and to continue playing basketball so if there wasn't for basketball I don't think I would be able to do a lot of things that I'm able to do now. Like it, I would say basketball saved me a little bit. Like it definitely made me focus more on school because I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> school is not my favorite favorite thing to do, but I'm doing it, still doing it now. In high school, I kind of cut out the whole class clown act. I kind of was more of a quiet kid, paid attention more. Maybe outside of classes with my friends, I was kind of jokey and stuff, but. I never, never inside a class. Like I always gave the teacher the respect she, she or he deserved. Never try to, you know, make make things more difficult. Cause I understand it's a difficult job. But I always, always had, still had the business side. Like that business side of me started in high school. I remember in eleventh or tenth grade, maybe tenth grade, I started selling candy in school. Which is don't don't do. It. It's not allowed actually. But I didn't know it at the time. But I started selling candy in school, and as a young kid, I was probably pulling in like $50 a week by myself. So then I expanded the business, and I made it my two friends. My three friends were with me, Rasheen, Xavier, and Montgomery. So it was me, Rasheen, Xavier, and Montgomery all selling candy. So what we would used to do, my mom would buy this like big like box of candy from like Sam's Club with different varieties. So we had fruit snacks, Skittles, Twix, Reese's Pieces, like anything. And we would just sell them for a dollar, and we would co- I would collect all the money at the end, and then whoever sold the most would get like a bonus. Like this is crazy to be in tenth grade and thinking of this thing. So whoever sold the most out of all four of us got a bonus. Even if I sold the most, I never, I never gave myself the the bonus, but whatever. So each of us at the end of the week, we were all pulling in like fifty dollars each. So out of the four of us, that's fifty dollars. That's two hundred dollars. That's crazy. Just selling candy in school, and. Eventually, we got caught 
uh, we got in trouble. We were selling to teachers too. <laughs> we were selling to teachers, and they weren't saying anything. But eventually, a student told on us because she wanted a free candy, and I wasn't wasn't giving her candy for free. So she told on us. So we had to stop. But then the next year, I continued it up, started it up again, and I also got caught again. So eventually, I had to stop doing it. But the business side was always there there in me. Like I always knew I wanted to run a business. I eventually knew the ball was gonna stop dribbling for me. Like it, I was, I was, I started basketball late. I wasn't like the superior player. Like I didn't have a skill. My skill for me was hard work. Like I wasn't born a shooter, as some people say they were. I was just quick and athletic, but my skill was always hard work. Like I would work hard, and I had a, a high IQ. And that that's what that's what set me apart. I think from other people was when things got tough and when they get tough I always always like sit down and figure out what's the next step I don't quit on myself I don't quit on other people I try to fight through adverse situations and get through it want to get a little bit more into how it was for me growing up and adversity I had to face and things I went through to get to where I am now. Uh, just so you guys know that it's not, you know, it hasn't been easy peasy for me all my life. Uh, it's still not. It's still a little difficult, but I'm not complaining. I don't complain. Kind of one of my pet peeves when I catch myself complaining. But anyway, so grade school, I went to three separate grade schools. I was at PS 104 to start in the city. Uh, Queens, Far Rockaway, Queens, New York. Then I went to George Washington Elementary School in Kingston, New York. And then I spent like a little time uh, in Jamaica with my dad. So a little like elementary school there. And then that was, I was, I was a good student. I never missed class. My mom was on me, made me study. My aunt was on me when I lived with my aunt. They made me do my work. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was getting good grades. I was kind of a little bit of the class clown there. My my name was like the mayor when I was younger. I don't I don't know why why my name was the mayor, but that was like my nickname growing up in grade school. But then moved to Kingston, went to middle school in Kingston my whole life, and that's when things got a little bit rough for me. That's when I really became like a class clown, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I was just joking around. I think it was just my way to cope with not being the greatest student anymore. Like in in grade school, it's easy. You know, your parents kind of do your work for you, and I'm, it wasn't wasn't that hard. But then I got to middle school, and I realized the work was a little harder. And I was also in a new school, so my way of making making friends was uh, joking around. And then it, <laughs> I mean, it, I turned my way through sixth and seventh grade. And I passed passed the classes like barely, but in seventh grade I didn't make um not varsity sorry I didn't make modified basketball, and I, that's when I started playing basketball maybe a two two years ago I think fifth grade I started so I didn't make modified basketball and that kind of hurt so I went to the gym every day after and I disregarded my schoolwork I I didn't do my schoolwork and then. Eighth, I charted my way through seventh grade. Eighth grade ro- rolled around, and Coach Fab wanted me to be on the team, but my grades weren't there. Like I just, I was probably failing four classes at the time because all I knew was like basketball. Every day after school, I would go to 
the gym and I would just work on my game. So I, I got better through that year and he wanted me on the team and he wanted me to start. Then I just couldn't make the team again. So two years in a row, didn't make the modified team. All my friends were on the team and I was at the club still working on my game. Also still not doing my work. So I couldn't try my way through eighth grade. There's other issues going on that I'll get into in a different episode, but I, I couldn't try my way through eighth grade. It was just failing too much. So I, fa- I ended up failing eighth grade. It wasn't that bad because most of my friends were younger. So my friends, we were all, we all ended up in the same grade, but it was a little embarrassing. But that summer, I was at I, 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 a young age. My mom was just like, you know, you're 13 now and you got to stop making excuses for yourself. So you, it's your life. You know, this is where you decide what you want to do with it. So my second year, eighth grade, I got on my high horse and I worked my butt off and I ended up being on honor roll that whole year. And I, I was just folks overly focused. I made the modified team. I started on the modified team my, my first year. And I was still a little like embarrassed because I was like, you know, I should be on the freshman team. Like I'm good enough to be on the freshman team, but this is where I have to start out because I didn't get the opportunity that everyone else did last year. So whatever, I was on on in eighth grade on modified and our team was pretty good. We had Anthony Gaines, Jerron Lacey was pretty good. Um trying to think if no Tyler was on freshman we we had good players like Montgomery and Xavier my two best friends at the time were we were all on the same team so I enjoyed it I definitely don't regret it don't regret failing eighth grade because it was something that made me grow up made me grow up and realize you know I got to start buckling down so from ninth to 11th grade also I was on the honor roll and that's something that I'm really proud of because it was I could have I the first year I didn't make modified, I could have just been like, you know, maybe basketball wasn't for me. Or in the second year, not making modified, I could have said the same thing. And I can like, you know what, maybe basketball in school isn't for me. And I could have, that's usually the time where you got to decide, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to hang out in the streets and live in, in Kingston for the rest of your life and not do anything and end up to where, you, where you started? Or do you want to do something greater you know do you want to be something more and I decided I wanted to do something more I wanted to be greater so I buckled down I got started getting good grades I still kind of charmed my way around it a little bit like still was a nice kid uh but I I still buckled down got got an honor roll did what I had to do to get to the next grade each year and to continue playing basketball so if there wasn't for basketball I don't think I would be able to do a lot of things that I'm able to do now. Like it, I would say basketball saved me a little bit. Like it definitely made me focus more on school because I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> school is not my favorite favorite thing to do, but I'm doing it, still doing it now. In high school, I kind of cut out the whole class clown act. I kind of was more of a quiet kid, paid attention more. Maybe outside of classes with my friends, I was kind of jokey and stuff, but. I never, never inside a class. Like, I always gave the teacher the respect she she or he deserved. Never try to, you know, make, make things more difficult because I understand it's a difficult job. But I always, always had, still had the business side. Like, that business side of me started in high school. I remember in 11th or 10th grade, maybe 10th grade, I started selling candy in school, which is, don't, don't do it. It's not allowed, actually. But I didn't know it at the time. But I started selling candy in school, and 
as a young kid, I was probably pulling in like $50 a week by myself. So then I expanded the business and I made it my two friends, my three friends were with me, Rasheen, Xavier, and Montgomery. So it was me, Rasheen, Xavier, and Montgomery all selling candy. So what we would used to do, my mom would buy this like big like box of candy from like Sam's Club with different varieties. So we had fruit snacks, Skittles, Twix, Reese's Pieces, like anything. And we would just sell them for a dollar. And we would co- I would collect all the money at the end. And then whoever sold the most would get like a bonus. Like this is crazy to be in 10th grade and thinking of this thing. So whoever sold the most out of all four of us got a bonus. Even if I sold the most, I never I never gave myself the, the bonus, but whatever. So each of us at the end of the week, we were all pulling in like $50 each. So out of the four of us, that's $50, that's $200. That's crazy, just selling candy in school. And eventually we got caught, uh, we got in tr- We were selling to teachers too. <laughs> we were selling to teachers and they weren't saying anything, but eventually a student told on us because she wanted a free candy, and I wasn't wasn't giving her candy for free. So she told on us, so we had to stop. But then the next year, I continued it up, started it up again, and I also got caught again. So eventually, I had to stop doing it. But the business side was always there, there in me. Like I always knew I wanted to run a business. I eventually knew the ball was gonna stop dribbling for me. Like I was, I was. I started basketball late. I wasn't like the superior player. Like I didn't have a skill. My skill for me was hard work. Like I wasn't born a shooter as some people say they were. I was just quick and athletic, but my skill was always hard work. Like I would work hard and I had a high IQ. And that that's what that's what set me apart I think from other people was when things got tough and when they get tough, I always always like sit down and figure out what's the next step. I don't quit on myself. I don't quit on other people. I try to fight through adverse situations and get through it. So now that I'm in college, things are even a little bit more different. I'm way more quiet now. I don't talk to a lot of people inside or outside of classes. Be, And not because I don't like people. It's just because I feel like I'm so focused. Like I'm trying to be so focused on doing both things. Like I said in an earlier podcast, I want to get my degree and and also be as good as a trainer as I could be. So my to end this episode with some tips, I would say no matter what you're going through, don't give up. Don't give up. Always, always like it's a cliche thing to say. It's like you hear it all the time, don't give up. But if you feel it in your heart that this is what you want to do, you gotta put the work in and you don't give up. Like don't don't let people tell you that it, this is not you you can't do something like there's a lot of times when I was in seventh and eighth grade in middle school where like, I had a teacher tell me, man, people like you belong in jail. Like imagine like a seventh grader hearing that. Like that's crazy. Like, and I, then I ended up graduating high school and I seen her actually a couple of times, the lady that said it to me, I seen her a couple of times in the high school and she, she didn't even like realize who I was, but I always remembered her face. Like if I seen her today, I would know who she was. And I seen her at graduation and I was just like, I wish I could, like, I wish I had the guts to go up to her and say, like, from that time you told me people like me should be in jail in seventh grade. And like now I have my high school diploma and I'm going to get my bachelor's. Like, and then there was times where teachers and when I was in high school, a teacher said to me, every, every day you come in here with sweatpants and a hoodie on, like, what job do you think you're going to get? <laughs> and the job I work now I can wear whatever I want, <laughs> you know. I can wear sweatpants and hoodies or shorts and t-shirts. So it's just don't let people put what they can't do on you. You know, don't 
even if you failed a couple of times, fail forward. Always, always fail forward. Like, try your best. And even when you're not trying your best, you got to realize that you're not trying your best and be open-minded to different ideas and, and you know, get put your head down and just put the work in, I would say. Like, that's the only thing I could say, man. It's, it's going to be times where you fail, when you fail and you struggle, things aren't going your way, and maybe things aren't supposed to go your way. Maybe there's a, like, things didn't go my way. My life wasn't planned out. It wasn't, like, how I imagined my life when I was younger. It's not how it is now, but I'm grateful for it because I enjoy what I do. I love what I do now, and I'm I'm happy. So it's not going to go always as you plan. As you plan. Like, I don't regret failing eighth grade. That's not what I'm saying at all. I actually got an extra year of basketball. I got an extra year to put some work in. So I don't regret not playing not playing modified and getting cut from the team and maybe grow up a little bit as a 13 year old kid and made me realize you know this is what I got to do if I want to play I got to get the grades so that's don't look at everything like maybe there's a message in this maybe there was a message in me feeling eighth grade and not making modified team two years in a row you know maybe there's a message in someone telling me kids like you belong in jail or maybe there's a message in man you'll never get a job wearing sweatpants and hoodies all those things motivate me like don't I, I don't take criticism like that personally, but I always have it in the back of my mind. Like, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong. And it's not always about proving people wrong, but those little things, those little digs at me, I, I love it. I love it when people when people comment on things they have no idea, like what's going on in my mind. Like, you can even hear it now. Like, I'm just rambling. I'm ranting right now, but I'm super, super motivated to prove myself right and not even to prove other people wrong like I'm not worried about other people because I'm probably never going to see them again they're probably never going to hear of me and I don't care you know this just gotta keep your head down work hard don't worry about what people say don't let people put their imperfections on you don't worry about adversity like that's going to come that comes with life you got to be able to take a punch and take a real hard punch and be able to punch back you know that's what life is it's a, it's a fight it's a fight it's a fight you just got to fight through it it's going to be times where you get punched real hard in life. And I think my punch came early, early in my life, and I punched back 10 times harder. Like my mom always told me if someone hits you, and I'm not saying this is right because I know how the way the world works now, but if someone hits you and they're trying to endanger you or you're in danger, hit hit back 10 times harder. And that's how I look at life, man. If someone, something, something in life just punched you, life just punched you real hard, life's going to be your biggest bully no matter what just punched you you got to be able to get up and punch back the strongest people punch back like i always tell my players the greatest players the best players that i work with the best players that i see and go out and watch are the players that can miss 10 shots in a row and then make the next open one because they're not worried about the last 10 shots that they just missed that's that's the mindset you got to have with life man sorry for ranting but i'm just super motivated right now i hope this was some fire content I'm excited for you guys to listen. Also, the Snapchat challenge is out. Man, go check it out. I'll try to post it up again after I release this podcast and send send that video to my Instagram DM. All right. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Follow me at Roll the Trainer on Instagram and Twitter and check out our YouTube channel at Lionheart Basketball. Thank you. Yeah, back from the dead like Michael Jackson in red jackets with naps in my head. Who's white or black? It's a red package.